we all probably have uh, people in our lives who have been uh, very significant on our journey. And uh, there's a, a, a priest who was a very uh, important in my own formation as a, as a young priest. I was at St. John Newman Parish in, uh, in St. Charles from 1992 to 95. Monsignor Bob Hoffman, who's, who's now deceased, but a uh, really great pastor and very wise. And I remember one particular Sunday it was a late Sunday afternoon and I uh, had a couple friends over and the four of us decided to go out and get something to eat. So we uh, went over to the Corfu restaurant, which is now closed on that side of town. And uh, we went in and it's actually very, very busy that day. And uh, as we were, were seated and uh, it, it took a while for the waitress to, to get to our table. And off the minute internally, I was getting a little impatient. And uh, you know, when she, uh, when when she got to our, our table, and um, they were also obviously short-staffed that day, Monsignor Hoffman said to her, uh, you're having a bad day, aren't you? He was very, very, very compassionate. And uh, you just kind of saw her shoulders slump a little bit, and she got a little teary-eyed, and she said, this is awful, and people being pretty mean to her, and because they didn't have enough help that day. And uh, I'll admit, I totally missed it the cues and uh, and he, he said well take your time with us we'll we'll, we'll be fine and uh, you saw a look of, a look of gratitude on, on her face and she was having a pretty rough day and Monsignor Hoffman had a, a great a great spirit of uh, compassion and I think he really reflected Christ that day to her and uh, something that, that she really, it was, you know, as we get closer to the Lord, what happens is we see in a different way, we hear in a different way, we act in a different way, we really become more, more Christ-like. And uh, speaking of compassion, when you look at Jesus in this gospel today and his divine compassion, you know, here's, he's with his disciples, they're, on, they're going through Jericho, they're on their way to Jerusalem, and Jesus' fame must be spreading because as we, we hear in this gospel, there's a large group of people kind of observing what's as they're going by. And Jesus is teaching. And all of a sudden there's a voice from the side of the road. It says, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And uh, this, it, it's Bartimaeus. He's blind, he's a beggar. And uh, he must have been a little bit obnoxious there because some people are trying, they're trying to quiet him and kind of get him away. But he's not to be stopped, and he says, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus stops, and he says, call him. And he's brought over to Jesus, and Jesus asks him a very, very pointed question. What do you want me to do for you? And he said, I want to see. Jesus says, your faith has saved you. Go now. And there's a powerful healing. He's, able, he's physically cured, he's able to see. But I think for Jesus, the most important healing for this man, it's not uh, with his physical vision, it's really in here, in coming to faith. And we hear that he follows Jesus along, he becomes, becomes a disciple. You know, with, with, with healings, and Jesus certainly did healings, for this, uh, it's very possible for a person to have 20-20 vision physically, but be totally blind spiritually. And it's possible for someone not to have any physical vision, but to see very clearly, spiritually. And uh, what Jesus did in this man's life changed his life. And that faith that was there, it, was, it really came alive. And we don't, we, can't, we, we don't catch up with Bartimaeus down the road and know exactly what happened in his life, but I'm sure he went on to do great things 
before the Lord. He was changed and transformed. And it's interesting that Jesus met him when he was really at a low ebb in his life. There he is sitting on the side of the road. He's, he's, he's begging. He can't see. He's, he's very poor. He's probably, a lot of people probably didn't even, even, even notice him. And yet, Jesus stops and brings this great healing into his life and, and restoration. And I think that's good news for you and me. And, uh, you know, the Lord, he can meet us at any phase of our life, and wherever we're at. We could be on the mountaintop, average everyday life. But you know what I find for many of us? That uh, our, our greatest growth in faith comes during those times where life's a struggle. Maybe we've hit a wall. Maybe like Bartimaeus, it's like, uh, you know, maybe despair almost. You know, it might be because of a sickness, or maybe, you know, something's going on in the family, or depression, or just some, you know, life discouragement. And uh, we wonder, God, where, where are you? And I think at those time, times like that, if we, the Lord, if there's an opening, what he does, he, he brings his presence deeper into our lives. You know, we come into this world with a lot of selfishness, and that there can be a hardness of heart that develops. And sometimes the Lord has a difficult time finding entry into our heart and our soul. And for Bartimaeus, it was through his vulnerability that Jesus came in and, and brought great grace. And for you, for you and me to know that, because uh, sometimes we think we have to always have it all together and be on the mountaintop. But I, I think the times we open ourselves most significantly is during those tough times, maybe we feel like we've, we've, we've hit a wall. I know for myself, a, a, a key awakening in my own faith came when I was about 20 years old. You know, when I was going through my teenage years, even I was, uh, I still went to Mass. It was all up here. It wasn't really in here. And uh, it was really reflected in my life. Because if you look at my life, I wasn't necessarily living the gospel. And, uh, but, you know, while it was up here, I needed something. To, and I really did hit a wall in my life and some pretty significant struggles. And I think I finally opened myself to the Lord to let him in at a deeper place. Because I'll have to tell you, I was, uh, looking back, I, was at the, I thought I was at the center of it all, pretty selfish. And uh, I needed to be brought to my knees for, you know, to really allow the Lord, and that changed everything. And it set me in a whole different direction. And as I listen to people's stories, you know, I hear that again and again. And uh, I think the Lord looks for ways to really enter more deeply. And sometimes it's through those, uh, through those vulnerabilities or when we're struggling with a weakness or a sin or some, some, some hardship. And he can bring us grace. For Bartimaeus, you know, we don't know what happened to him down the road, but I bet he did some great things for the Lord. Haven't you found in your life that the people you are most compassionate toward are those who maybe have gone through something you've gone through. You know what it's like. And you develop a sensitivity and a compassion because, of, because of, of what you've gone through. You know, that's what God's grace can do. You know, and our world needs the compassion of Christ, the presence of Christ. And as we grow in that relationship with him, and a beautiful way that we grow in that is through the sacraments, especially the, the, the Holy Eucharist, where we can receive the Lord, become more like him. If I could share a little story here, I, uh, just last week, I was over at the school and 
third grade student who was receiving the sacraments, got baptized just probably four months ago, recently received first reconciliation and now preparing for first communion. And I was visiting with this student and teaching a little bit about the Mass and the Eucharist, and I wanted to see if this young guy kind of understood what he was going to be receiving. And I, I asked him a question, I said, why do you think Jesus gave us the Eucharist? And I, I thought he really nailed it. He said, so that we can become more like Jesus. And I think that, that's it. You know, we, we, re, we receive the Lord so that we can become more like him. And his presence grows so that out there in the world, kind of like a Monsignor Bob Hoffman, when you, when you see that person struggling, that you respond with the, with the heart of Christ. Our vision changes, our hearing, our actions become more Christ-like. So as we receive the Eucharist today, let's ask the Lord for his presence deeper in our hearts. And possibly as we gather here today, you've got some pretty heavy burdens going on in, in your life. Uh, don't lose heart. And just like Bartimaeus, you know, the Lord is there. And you can almost picture him saying to you, what do you want me to do for you? What do you need? What grace do you need from the Lord on your journey? And uh, just open to yourself to his voice, his presence, as we see the Eucharist today.